Okay, good morning. We're starting at the bottom of Lamed Gimel Amud Bet. One, two, three, four, five lines up from the well, still narrow lines. We're going to go back quickly and just discuss the Amamamachul Mechol Eridia. Today's the 61st day of the war. Dedicate this cheerily. Ludi Shmot. Souls that have died, everyone has died during this war. Tsuim, Chatupim, will be healed and should come back quickly. And our soldiers will be Matsliach. Join this war without any more casualties. Okay, so Amar Mar. So we said the girls crying about here, Machru Machor. Right, Laridia, quite about the way when when it when it was sold, it was sold in other words for Ridia. What's Laridia? The guys even though you can claim it back if somebody sold his shore before you, you, you got the money, you can claim the shore back with your own compensation for the time that he worked using the shore. He dishu mugdash. Right? So we said there as well, if he magdish it was mugdash, why be shum Rabbi Abahu? We saw that Rabbi Abahu. Rabbi Abahu said that it wouldn't it wouldn't be right that Hegdesh should not get any money. People think that Hegdesh doesn't get any money. So you've got to pay a little bit of money to get the Hegdesh, and then you get the Hegdesh back. But then the Bible said, Shachato, Matana. If he shechted it and gave it away as a gift, this, I mean, this is the shore that you're entitled to claim from, right? This is the this is the mazik. This is the damaging shore. So Masha Sasui. So the question, what do you mean, Masha Sasui? What was done was done. Bishlo Matana, Masha Sasui. If he gave it as a gift without shechting it, so then you can say, Masha Sasui. What do you mean, Masha Sasui? The fact that he gave it to God, he used. You're going to come it back from him. And the time that he used the geography composite before, exactly like if he had sold it. That makes sense. And the shachato, but if he shechted it, then you must take the meat. So what he shechted it? Take the meat and pay for the meat. The Tanya, with the product says, Chai, we know the animal's alive, and you're like, shachato, we have if he shechted it, you can claim the money from it. However, whatever the case was, if he sold it live or dead with it, you take it back, it's yours. So I'm Rav Shizbi, Lonit Shechel Lebchat Shechita. He says, really, what we talk about over here is Lebchat Shechita. What's Lebchat Shechita? Look at Rashi. Ma shenifchatu damav b'shechitato. Eina mazik m'sharem. The fact that he shechted to the killed animal. Now the animal is dead. Right? So now the fact that the dead animal is worth a little bit less than the live animal, that compensates, that, that value you can't claim. Why not? I'm Rav Hunabu Rav Yeshua. So he says over here, but Rashi says Lebchat Shechita, uh, okay, let's yeah, just cut it. We'll see what I wanted to say about the Zika. So, I'm going so, say, Arashi says, That's what the whole story is about. What does it mean? The fact that he, that he shechted it now, that the difference in the value of love and death is not a problem. So, I'm going to have a Rav Yeshua. He says, Ah, what do we see from that? If you've got a Shibud, you've got some sort of asset which is securing a loan of somebody's. And you now damage that, you patur, because you have this guy an animal. The animal was meshuba to the debt of the of of of, the, of what he's what he had, the damage he had caused. You shechted the animal. You have to pay him back. You have to make up the difference because remember that if it's a tongue, for example, you're only going to pay out of the value of the animal itself. Correct. So now, if this animal is worth I don't know ten thousand shekels, a prize bull while it was alive, and now it's dead, so a thousand shekels. According to that, the fact that he killed that did no big deal. So you caused damage, and that was the shiabud. That was that was the guarantee. Was that dead animal? So so the Gemara says pshitim. That's not a chilush. Without Trav Huna, they would have known that. Gemara did meachish with a name, but pshitim without Trav Huna, we know that if you mishab, if you damage the shiabud, you patur. So they said, what the holes of what Huna Bereishit teaching us? Shemahulit, and what would we have thought without this chilush of Rabbi Huna of Rabbi Huna Bereishit Who would have thought Hatam who there in the case of Shechato there the Amalek? Because what's the guy going to say? You say, why are you shechted your animal? Now I've lost my. Interest. What do you mean I shechted the animal? What do you mean I killed it? Lo chashetichav lo midi. You never lost anything. The Amalek zikle ba'amudish. All right, they will take out the wind. Uh, so this animal was a big boy. Had, had air in him. Now he's got no more air in him. So was it just the air I took? Big deal. Well, I took out the air. For the air, you make a fuss about it. Right? Then you think in a case like that, there you'd be, you'd make a difference. There would be no uh, comp- recourse for your damages. But in a normal case, where God damaged the Shia, we say, make him pay. You never hire for that. So how much unbelievable halacha comes out of this? That you damage the Shia, as long as the Shia is still intact. But you damaged it, right? You parted from the damages in that, in that, in that last amount. So the Gwana says, Ha Namira Rebi Amra. Sorry, Ha Nami, and you look at this, this is quite amazing. I don't remember seeing this before, but I'm sure we have seen it before. The Gwana said, Look, Ha Nami Rabba Amra. Even Rabba said, 
you burnt the gosh tarot, you patur. So ma what did we have thought ma the time We might have thought that unique over there were just papers you burned, big deal. If you dug holes in his property, if you if you had a, 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 a you, you had a piece of land that was securing somebody's loan, and you now went and dug up ditches, etc., and you basically downgraded the very bad land. Then you might have thought that you were chayv. Kamasha, no, even you're on chayv. It makes no difference. The same din if you burn a gashtar or if you damage the property, physically cause damage to the property. Right? Because in our case, and in the case of the shtar, it's if you dug in the properties. Okay, okay that's, that's, that's the story of it. Now, look at this Rashi over here on Ha Nami Rabba Amra. Rashi over here Nami Rashi Amra. He says, Rabba Adam Chashubaya. Right? Ume Adam Chashub, Kagon Rav, or Rabba, Parchinan Keilu, and the Mishnah changes that, Tani Vemishnah or Brighter. The Gemara brought a Mamar, a Shmaitat of Rabba, with the same, uh, how do you say, the same uh, credibility or status as a Mishnah or a Brighter. Look, even Rabba said, that's quite amazing. Because we see here that the Amoraim are relying on previous Amoraim, Gedolim, like Rav or Rabbo, or I suppose maybe Rabbi Yochanan would have put in the category as well. Right? That if they said something, then, then you can rely on it as if it was said in a Mishnah. Look, even Rabbi said, if you burnt a Gashtar. Not a Mishnah, not a Brighter, uh, a Rabbi. Okay. Everybody with me? Salwin, you with me? You look like you. Okay. All right, so now, Gemara said like this. Kidmu Balechavot Vigbiu, we saw earlier on a case in the Brighter. Where if other Balei Chovot came and they grabbed an asset from the guy, they, you, they were owed money, and they grabbed an asset, whether, and now this ox had gored, right? And we've got to wait for the ox to go to baiting. The baiting now decides he's got to pay the money out from this ox. Whether their debt was before the ox gored or the ox gored before they owed him their money. It makes no difference now because when, once the ox, once baiting has decided that the ox is a goring ox, you got to pay the money. That money, maybe we said now, is Meshuba to the guy who was damaged, to the damaged party. So it's almost like an apotiki. And, and you are now owed money for something else, the extraneous debt. And that ox wasn't necessarily your asset. You come and chop that ox. Now the Baal, then the Nizak, you know, his ox is gone. Right? That's the case of here. And we said, and it seems to make no difference. The fish, uh, uh, they never, they can't get the ox. Why? Because yeah, the ox, it's dafka, the ox is dedicated to pay the debt because the, the debt is paid out of his body of this ox. If it's, if, if it's a short time, right? If it's a muad, then we don't care. Right? Why don't we care if it's a muad? Exactly. Correct. We understand that the, guy, the, ox, the damage was done before he owed these guys money. Because then the Nizikin, the, 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 the Nizak, is, uh, is, has got some sort of lien over this property before these guys even arrived on the scene. But if these guys were owed money before the damage was done, the original creditor has got preference. This is this is this is Mamash has a preferential creditors. Yeah, there's a guy who's got timut. You, I was owed money before you were owed money. So what are you now taking the shore away? Who's going to pay me my money? All right. So go over. But even even if hezik achelochav, if the damage was done beforehand, look at Rashi. Nami ba'chov kodem kadim letfisa. Right. He says over here. The Quran says like this. It says even so, because Baal Chov Karim, the guy actually took the money away. The creditor arrived, walked into the house, chopped the shore and went. What do we care now? That seems to be that, yeah, you took it all into your own hands. Once you've got the money, it's yours. There's an amazing halok here. We haven't got too much time now because I, I, I want to try and finish this year early. But I saw in the daft notes of Kate where uh, some guy's Baghdadian Jew was owed money by an Egyptian Jew and he saw that he was going insolvent. So somehow they managed to influence the, this is a, a real story, which I look at in my say. They, uh, 
they influenced the governor in Egypt to intervene and to go and grab money from the Jewish Jew and pay back. And then they, 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 he went to a Beitin and tried to get those machut the, the, the Bach was involved. There was some other uh, 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 Dayan, Dayan involved. And, uh, and, and he wanted his money back and they got the money back. And then the other Chachamim got involved. They went to a Beitin and said they had no right to do it. I said, but why not? I said, because there were pre-existing creditors. But so what the halacha is, that only when, it's, when the assets are in your possession, do you have, pref, do you have, do you have like a hierarchy of who comes first. But once the asset's been removed from your possession, it's no longer the same situation. So once they had got it out of his hands, they claimed the Baghdadians they were entitled to it. The, the Dayanim in the end overturned it because they said that it was an Erkar and it was a bait that they went to a non-Jewish court. But they gone to a Jewish court, and he, he, he might have won. But the bottom line is... Right, uh, Kevin, I'm muting you there. All right? But, uh, so, so that's the word the Gemara is saying over here. What Shema Minah, Balchov, Mukhar, Shekadam, Vegava, Ma Shekava, Lo Gava? But what do you mean? Once the, well, what's the difference? Once he got it, he got it, he took it. You can't take it back now. If you had come and you asked very nicely, you might listen, wait, this guy's in order, and then this guy, and this guy. But once the one guy took it, it's considered a big pot. He got his money back. What do you want? The one says, no. Really, you're right. As a rule, what you manage to get out, you can get out. The Rashi says, There is If you manage to get the money, you got it out. So what do you mean over here? Right? They say, Vishani Hatam, why is it different there with the shore? The Amalei, Ilu Gabacha, because look at this is Amalei Ulu Halochah, this. Because the, 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 the Nizak says to the Balchov, the guy who was a damaged party says to the Balchov, you can't, even if you took that ox, doesn't make a difference. Why? Because if you had the ox, if you had claimed your money back from your, the, your creditor and got that ox in, in payment, then that ox that's the ox at gold. That ox gold my ox. I'm entitled to claim money from that ox. Doesn't make a difference who the ox belongs to. So now the ox belongs to Chaim. You now say Chaim owes you money. And you want your ox in lieu of the money that Chaim owes you. So then I'm so then it's your ox. I don't care who the ox belongs to. That ox gold my ox. I want to be paid by that ox. Therefore, I don't care if it's your ox or Chaim's ox. I've got a claim on that oxy respective. Me mind of shak, whether it's his or yours. What, Robert? Just say, who has the ox? And I just say, here, yeah, I'm going to give you cash. Give me this ox. So maybe, look, that was a machok Rabbi Shema, Rabbi Akiva, right? Whether we said Rabbi Shema would say that it's a question of you samba baiting. It's all money. He owes you money. And therefore, 100%, no problem. He, he, just like he owes you money, owes you money, and now take the money and go away. Rabbi Akiva said, huchlat. Remember, Rabbi Akiva said that you're entitled to the, to the, to the din in the, in the ox. No, you're in. But I would imagine that you're right. I would imagine that you're right. If if the if the Nizak was a was a was a rational person, which is a big question mark, right? Is a right? Then then why would he really care? He, his ox is dead, so he has to buy a new ox anyhow. So he gets no benefit in, in, in making you sell the ox and go and get the money because ultimately he's not getting that ox to get the money. So you're right. I agree with you. But the question here is though, does the the Nizak have a claim over the this guy's ox? What you're talking about is really when we've acknowledged, when he's acknowledged his responsibility, now how we settle, right? Okay. So, but yeah, look, I'll say, I've got it from you anyhow. Because at the end of the day, it's, the money is paid out of the ox. I don't care who's got it, who hasn't got it. Okay. Terrible Shoshave Matayim, we've got a short time that's worth 200. Shinagach Shoshave Matayim, we've got another ox that's worth 200. The Chababo Bechamishim Zuz, and the damage was 50 Zuz. So now we've got a 200 Zuz ox that was damaged by 50 Zuz. And it was a time who caused the damage. You've got to pay Chatsi Tam. So how much you have to pay? 25 Zuz, right? But now in the meantime, Veshavach. Right, look at Rashi. Veshavach, the Nizak, but now the damaged ox. So I don't know, there's a big shortage of oxen in the market. Okay, and, uh, and this ox is no longer worth 150 zoos, it's now worth 400 zoos. So what does the, the mazik, the damaging party's owner come and say to the damage, to the damagee? What does that do to him? 
says, what do you want, man? You had an oxen worth 200, now it's worth 400. I caused you damage. You've got to thank me that Mark's gored your ox because look, it went up by, by 200 Zeus. So I'm not paying you anything. That's what Rashi says, right? That's what the guy says. That's what Rashi over here. So he says, So the girl says, well, wait a second. You can't say that. Why? Because So, so, so the, I'm paraphrasing the Rashi now. So the Rashi said that, so the damaging ox's father owner comes to you and says, what do you want from me? Your ox is worth 8,400 now. I don't have to pay anything. So what are you talking about? If it wasn't for your ox at a gourd box, we're worth 800. So you don't owe me 50, half of 50. You owe me half of 450. Because now it's worth 150 instead of 800. Or, or no, 200, 800, 650. You owe me half of 650. So the boy says, no, no 10 kashata nezek. We pay the 50. You only pay half of 50. That's case number one. Kichesh. But now what happens if that gourd ox, which was worth 200, and you'd cause damages of 50, but now that ox got weakened as a result of the thing, and now it's worth 100. Right? Keshata madabadin. Here you pay now the, the 50% of the 100 that it went down. It was worth 200 before it got gourd, now it's worth only 100. Now you pay half of the 100. So we see over here, when it went up, you don't pay more. But when it went down, you pay more. Got it? Steer it, right? A little bit different. Everybody with me? Right, look at Rashi. Kichesh. Hanizak machmat hamaka as a result of the thing. Veniri achshav hezikok gadol etkele mitchila b'shat hanezek. Now it's bigger. Noten lo kfi hanezek she b'shat hamada b'din. You pay him now at the end when it's already depreciated more. Kri'am lakaman. Karne de Torah kavir. We'll see just now. The Quran is going to say, the thorn of your ox is buried in my ox. In other words, it's continuously still, even though it's out, it's still doing the damage. We'll see, we'll get to that later in the Quran. Third case. Shavach mazik. What happens now if the mazik's ox, the damaging ox, it gored, and now it becomes worth a lot more money. Look at Rashi. Now instead of 200, it's worth 400. So now, you still only pays the kashat of the nezik. What was the havamina that the bala mazik might have to pay more? What was the havamina? If you take it from the value of that ox. No, but you only take up to the limited to the damage. So if the... if if he was... So yes. the, the, the damaged ox was worth 200 and now it's worth 150. So no, the damage was 50. If, 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 it was, if the damaged ox was 200 and the damager, the mazik, was 150, but now he's worth correct, 200. But, but, correct, but, but he would not. But in our case, they were both 200. They were 200 damaged at 200. And the damagee is now worth 150. And the damager is now worth 400. And the Gemara is saying, the Bryce is saying that the damager still only pays the half the difference of the 50. But what's the Hava Mina that he might pay more? Look at Rashi over here. Look at Rashi. No ten law, cafe zoo twenty-five zoo is the difference. Keshata Nezek. The Anyachol Nizak Lomarlo, because the Nizak might have come to the damaged guy and say, listen, remember that was Rabbi Akiva Rabbi Rabbi Shema. Rabbi Akiva says at the end of the day, Hukrat, the shore's mine. When you damage my ox, I now become a partner in your ox. You Hukhlat. That means we, 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 the, the, the ox, I've got a share in that ox. So what's the share in that ox? Originally, you owed me 25 zoos when your ox was worth 200. Now your ox is worth 400. So maybe you've got to pay me 50. Still 50, the ratio of 50% of my damages. Because your ox was worth 200. And I was entitled to 25 out of your 200. Right, 25 out of your 200. Now I want, your ox went up to double. I want double because it's, it's, it's half, a, it's a portion of my ox that improved over there. Look at Rashi. Shavach mazik, v'amadad abramot, notenu kavazuz, v'keshat, v'i en yachol nizak lomaro, the nizak can't say to him, ten li chelek shminit shebo, an eighth, that's 25 in 200, would have been an eighth. Remember, he was originally entitled to 25 zoos, 50% of his damages, right? And his ox was worth 200, so 25 is about 200, is 12 and a half. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's an eighth. My share in that ox went up. I, so to speak, acquired a share in that ox. The moment your ox called my ox, I had a share in your ox. That's Rabbi Akiva says, Hukhlat. The ox is really mine. So it says, no, I have a kichesh. But now, what happens if, 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 but now on the other hand, if the goring ox went down, got weakened, went down, right? Keshat Hamadalad Bedin. Here, Keshat Hamadalad Bedin. Look at Rashi. 
ונותן לו חלק שמינית שבו, שברשותו כחש, לא קם פרק רשת ספר. נאו לבעל המזיק, הוא קם לספר זה עוד 25, אבל זה היה Then what are you going to do with my ox? That seems to sound like Atan Rabbi Akiva, the Amar Shutven, you know, we shoot off him. Everybody following me? Right? So the Gemara says, what, Rafa Rabbi Shmael, Rafa Rabbi Akiva? We don't like that, right? That is one, the one racist like Rabbi Shmael, the Gemara says, no. No, 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 the Kula Amar Rabbi Akiva, he. Kula Rabbi Akiva, he. Vahachas, what is it? 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 When the, the reason why the ox went up in value was because the guy was busy feeding it a lot. Right? The fatem today is not really a good word, you know. The thing with the, with the goose livers, you know. They do pitum and they like force feed the goose and they make the livers go up very, very big. It's not a nice word. I don't know what is the word in English for I'm not sure what it's called in English. For a grub. But is that, but that, that's a liver. But what is the actual process called of force feeding? Force Force feeding. Force feeding. Is that the term? Okay. All right. There's no fancier word than force feeding. Like pitum lefatem in Hebrew is like a nice word. Okay. So it says, Kishore, the Gemara says, wait a second. If it's pitmo, if it's kishore pitmo. Stuffing is what you're looking for there. Stuffing. Stuffing. Okay. If it's pitmo, then the reisha said, Shavach omar al-dalala me'azuz v'noten lo kshat ha-nezek. But if it's pitmo, tshikha l'meima. Right, so so the Gemara says if that's the case, where we said Shavach, I'm not dalal motzus, not tenok shal anezik. Ika shepit motzichel meimah. Should have been if he did it. So Amar Papa Reisha mishkachet la. Bainder says no. The Reisha is mishkachet la will be the same thing. Will be the case. Bainder pitma tume bainder shavchu mele. Whether you forced it or you didn't feed makes no difference. If it went up in value, that's why the Brighter didn't mention it specifically. Only if it was pitum. The Reisha of the Brighter is. That you never get a value in the increase, whether it happened on its own or you force feeded it. And the brighter was actually more concerned with telling us where it went on its own. Right? And the safer, right? But in the safer, right, that's only if you if you if 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 you fed it. Okay, but kikhesh kshalamarabadin. So then it's like the last part, like if it went down in value, then what's the case? Why, why, why did it go down in value? So that's the Chidush over here. Maybe you're going to, the, 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 the Nizak could say to the Mazik, what do you mean it's gone down in value now and you aren't paying me uh, my full share of the Nizak? It's your fault that it went down in value. Why? Because you overworked that animal. You worked it into the ground. You made it uh, useless. You did it, right? Va'ana... Yahavna. So Gemara says, what? You get all the work and now I've got to pay the money. So Abraham Ashi, no. Really, the reason the animal, uh, the, the uh, sorry, the mazik will say to the nizak, right? You worked it into the ground. He says, no, it didn't work in the ground. It's really why the value of the animal go down because your 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 thorns, your carrying, uh, your, your, not your thorn, your horn, he's still stuck in my animal. So speaking, it's causing it to go around all the way. So bottom line is, the pitum is with regard to the shevach, with regards to the kichush over here, uh, it's, he, he'll argue with him and tell him that uh, you're responsible, not, uh, not, not me. Okay, new, another mission. Another case of an ox that's worth 200, they've got an ox worth 200. Now it seems that the novella isn't worth anything. Okay, the novella is not worth anything. And Rabbi Mary, Mary says, We've got the famous passage in the Torah, it says, 
when one goal, ox goes, the other goal, and it dies. You sell the, the living shore, right? And you split the money. And the dead one, you also split. Okay, so now it says, Remeir, Alzeneemar, Umecharot, Ashor Achai, Vechatsu et Kaspo. So it says, Rabbi Yudut, Rabbi Meir, I'm Rabbi Yudut, Vachain, Halachai. So Rabbi Yudut says to Rabbi Meir, Look, I agree with you the Halacha. The Halacha is you sell the living animal and you split the money. Right? Because remember, your ox was worth 200, Mark's was worth 200, Mark's is dead. So what am I entitled to? I'm entitled to half the damages of a short time, right? So what's half the damages? 100. If your ox is worth 200, I'm entitled to half your ox. Pashud, right? Because half your ox is half my ox. And half the value of the carcass? And half the value of the says. And half, because at the end of the day... You're getting more than what you're... No, why? If the carcass is worth 100, let's say, the, let's say the ox is worth 200 and 200, and the whole ox is worth 50. Right? So now, my cock, I'm, 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 my damage is 150, Right? So I'm entitled to 75. What are your numbers again? Let's say 200 and 200, and the carcass is worth 50. So now my carcass is worth 200, now it's worth 150. So I'm entitled to 75. Right? So if your ox is worth 200, and you sell your ox, and I get 100, and you get 100, and we sell my carcass, and the carcass is worth 50, and you get 25, and I get 25, I got 125, my my, my, my animal was worth uh, was worth two hundred. I now I got one hundred twenty-five. I suffered seventy-five. My damage was one hundred fifty. I got half of my damages back. Only damage seventy-five. The math works out. So that's that. that so so so. so uh, I'm not so clever, Robert. This is the Gemara coming up down a second. Okay, don't worry, it's coming, it's coming down a second. Right? So, 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 say that's, say, say, Rabbi Yehuda, however, what's the problem? Kiyamta umecharo et ha-shor, macharo et ha-shor ha-chai v'chatsu et kaspo. Right? Says, you fulfilled the first half of the Pasuk. Umecharo et, because what did Rabbi, what, what did Rabbi Mary say? Mary says, alze, shor shervei matayim, shlach shor matayim, ena nevela yafei klum. There's no nevela. So you split the ox, fine. She says, but so the pastor can't be speaking about that. Because if the pastor's speaking about that, all you did was, you split the money of the live show, but what, the live ox. But what about, what about splitting the value of the mate? The, the mate of here is worth nothing. So I suppose, Ray Mary could say to me, what do you mean? We did split the mate. The mate was worth nothing. We each got half of nothing. <laughs> right? He could have said that. But, but you see, that, that's, uh, but, we may not say that, because we may realize that the Pasuk obviously means that, the, that we're referring to when the mate is worth something. And I suppose we could also say that maybe it isn't such a thing as a mate being worth nothing. Because even the dead carcass must be worth something. There's somebody who wants the hooves, or who wants the heart, or who wants the fat, or who wants the liver, or who wants the kidneys, or it must be something, or the horns. The horns. Right? So, 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 so okay, but as is there, Shabbi Yudha says, so what, we, what is the case? The case is... The pastor is referring to Shoshri Matayim, Shagach Shoshri Matayim. They caught a horse of another cow, another, whatever animal I mean, you know that I mean ox, okay? Shagach Matayim. Vahanavela yafe chamishim zuz, and he has our case. And the Nevela is worth 50. Shezen hotel chatziachai vechatziamait, Vezen hotel chatziachai vechatziamait. And they each get half, and they get half. Now we saw that the numbers work beautifully. Because it's 200, 200, then the value is worth 50, so my damage was 150, so therefore I need to get only, I need to get compensated for at least 75. If your ox is worth 200 and we sell ox to 200, we each get 100, and the, and the value is worth 50, and we each sell in the value, you get half, I get half, we get 125 each. I've now got 125, I damage, my damage is 75, you get 125, your damage is 75, Shlomo Yisrael, and that's the case. Okay? And that's what Rabbi Yudah says is what the Pasuk is referring to. The Gorbin is a bright turn around Shor, Shavim Atayim, Shedakh Shor, Shavim Atayim, and the Chamishim Zuz. Exactly like we just saw now, 200, 200 goes each other, and the, and the dead body is worth 50. So not till Chetz, but until Chetz, yeah, mate. So not till Chetz, yeah, mate. Chetz, yeah, mate. Vezehu Shor, Amur, but Torah, Dirabi, Yerabi, 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 Okay, so 
Now this is, if you look at it, this is just the inverse of the Mishnah, right? Because the Mishnah first brought Rabbi Meir, and then Rabbi Yudah's Kasha Rabbi Meir. He had the bride to brought Rabbi Yudah first, and then Rabbi Meir. What are you following? Notice that? Exactly the same thing, right? And, and, and now the bride is being asked the Kasha, which Rabbi Yudah asked Rabbi Meir. Where the word when it says Ma means how do I make in the Pasuk of Agamon Amet Yechitsun? So what's that referring to? And now the bride gives a different answer. In other words, because the Pasuk said two things. The Pasuk said, The live ox you sell, and the mate, and the dead mate you sell. So if Rimei says that the dead mate is worth nothing, then what do you sell? So it says, El, what are you talking about? Does it mean? He says, no, we do the, 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 the value, that, that, that downgrading of what the dead ox was, you, you reduce machatzin b'chai, you take half it off the value of the chai. Look at Rashi. V'chatzot kaspo v'chalalacha. Hold on, where is it? P'chat b'chatzin, yeah. The, the third wide line. See that the third wide line at the bottom, the fourth last wide line at the very beginning. So it says, P'chat shepchatu mita machatzin b'chai. Klobar. As far as the mazik is concerned, it's not worth anything. We appraise the nevela. How much it's worth now as opposed to what it's worth when it was alive. So what's he saying over here? You, the, 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 you sell the, the live animal and you split it. So now we sold the live animal for 200. The mazik took 100. And the Nizak takes a, and takes a hundred. But before the Nizak gets a hundred, the Mazik values how much is the dead animal worth. And half of that, he pays the Mazik. So in other words, it's a hundred less half of what the live animal is worth. So at the end of the day, the Mazik got the whole live animal, which it says is worth 50. And not a hundred, but 75 in cash. And now he's back to square one. He's got 75 and 50 is 125. And the Mazik... Right, has got the hundred that he got, which he, which he kept, and the other hundred he was going to give, he only gave 75, he's got 25. So bottom line is, the Mazik stays with 125 in cash, and then Isaac's got 75 in cash, and 50 a dead animal. Fine? Right? So at the end of the day, really, ever you kill this cow, or this bull, whatever the case is, right, you still got 125 and 125. Just according to Rabbi Yehuda, he's got 125 in cash, 125 in cash because they sold up everything. According to Rabbi Meir, he's got 150 in cash and he's got 75 in cash and 50 in a dead animal. Correct? 125 in cash and 75, 50 in dead animal. So, the, so that's the good. Everybody with me? Everybody following me? I know it's early in the morning. I'm going very quickly. But, it's not, but I mean, I think the, the Mishnah was kind, right? It's easy numbers. Rabbi Meir's calculation. Rabbi Meir's calculation is that instead of if the animal's worth 50 in the assumption I exercise, so instead of selling the live animal and selling the dead animal, and now we've got no money, no animals around, only cash, and what's in the kitty? The, the Mazi got 200 for his animal, and then Nizak got 50 for his animal, there's 250, he's put down the middle, got 125, 125, which is like Rabbi Yuda. And that's the Pasuk says, They sold the live animal. They split the money. And the mate, they also split. Rabbi Yehuda says, what do you mean? You also sell the mate. And then you split the money. Rabbi says, no, why do you sell the mate? We sell the chai, the Pasuk says, The Pasuk says they sold the live animal. And they split the dead animal. So how do they, what do they do? They sell the live animal. And now the mazi's got 200 shekels in his pocket. 200 is in his pocket. And the, the Nizak's damage was from 200 to 50 is 150. And I owe him half of that, right? So now what do I do? I said to him, listen, you've got a, 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 a Nevela worth 50, correct? So you, you had to end up in your pocket. You had damages of 150. I've got to compensate you for 75. So your net damage is going to be 125. I say, I'm 75. Your net damage, because it was because 150 was a gross damage, and I'm going to make up half of it. 
So say I'm gonna come to you seventy-five. So Rabbi Yudah says, Rabbi Mary says, I sold Marx for two hundred, and now you've got to end up in your hands with one hundred and twenty-five, but you've got an availer worth fifty. So half the availer, right? I'm gonna compensate you for half. So I'll give you 25 shekels in cash. Now you've got 75. Hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry no, no, no. Are you 100? Are you 100? You're going to end up with 125. But you've already got an available of 50. So I'll give you 75 shekels in cash. And so what's the difference between the two of them? Okay, so that's the Gemara. So that's, 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 the, that's, the, that's the question. So the Gemara says, The difference between the two of them is that in Rabbi, May, in Rabbi Yudah's case, they sell the available as well. That's the that's the practical yeah. difference, but I agree that's with you. The that's the only difference. Well, they don't sell the, the, the veiler, but but this but but, but this is the question. This is the Gemara's question. The Gemara's question is exactly your question. Michti ben Rimei ben Rabbi Yehuda, high may have eshvim v'chamishah shkeli v'high may have eshvim v'chamishah shakil. My ben Av. At the end of the day, they both get one hundred twenty-five. So what's the difference? So what's the nafkamina? So I'm a Rava. Rava says the difference is pchat neveila ikebenayu. Now we've seen this Gemara before. We saw in Daftet Vav. But we've discussed it a few times. What's the Pchat Nevela? The question is, what happens from now? Because at the moment, the Nevela, you know, goes and shrivels and depreciates and God gets worth less and less and less and less and less. According to Rabbi Yehuda, there isn't a Nevela. We did the Cheshbon, we sold the Nevela, we've got the money, cash in our pockets. According to Rabbi Meir, the Nizak is sitting with the Nevela. And now, so today it might be worth 50. But in three weeks' time, it could be worth naught, or it could be worth 10, or it could be worth 15. Who compensates the Nizak for that depreciation in the meantime in a veil until he finds something to do with it? According to Rabbi Meir, it's the Nizak's problem. That's the, that's the Nafkamina. I'm rather Prativari Kwenayu. Rabbi Meir, Savar, Prativari Nizak, it belongs to the Nizak. Rabbi Yudah, Savar, Prativari, the Mazik, Kaveh, Palga. And Rabbi Meir says, no, the Mazik has got half a stake in that, in that Nevela. So in other words, until they sell the Nevela, according to Abiyuda, the Mazik is always bearing 50% of the damages. Why? Because when they ultimately do the deal, only then, according to Rabbi, uh, Rabbi uh, Yehuda, do they know exactly how much the Nezek of the, of the, of the Nizak was. We're going to work it out once we've got the 50% of the money. So we're going to sell that money, sell that money, and then we're going to make a payment. So if the Nevela was worth 50 at the date of the kill, but by the time we said it, it was worth 10, so then there was an extra 40 shek, extra 40 zoos damages to the Nizak. So the Mazik that it cost him extra 20 zoos. Where contra be made, not my problem. Yeah, I killed you now. We did the 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 the, the, the now, and, and then that, that, that would be the difference. So I'm a Abaya, so Abaya is very excited about this answer of Rabbi. He says, Imken, Matsira Rabbi Yehuda, listen to this. Matsira Rabbi Yehuda, Tam Machamur Mimuad. The Tam is more Chamur than a Muad. Now, what's a muad? A muad is. So he says, Tam chabu mi muad. What do you look at Rashi? The haka be muad. I'm going to be a kama baali metaplim in a veila. Dichti vahameti elo vachulei. He says, because in the, in, 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 in the beginning of the Masechta, at Davyud, we said that the baali metaplim in a veila. Right? Vahameti elo, that the baali, they deal with the veila, and it's his. Here, over here, right? Tam is, is more chamur than muad. With regard to the muad, with regard to the muad, right? That uh, that uh, the, there, the pchat nevela is, is is the nizaks, right? That's his problem. The nizak it deals with the nevela. And here, according to uh, according to Rabbi Yehuda over here, that the the mazik shares in the value of the of the nevela. It turns out with a tam, the mazik bears the brunt for half the pchat nevela. Means that the mazik that are paying is more chamu than in a muad. Everybody got it with me? In a muad, the, the guy says to the, to the nizak, it's your problem, whatever happens to the nevela. Contrabiyuda, in the tam, the, the mazik is part of parcel of the nevela. So, so now so it seems like a tam chamu mi muad. So maybe you're right. Maybe that's the case. Maybe in Anachinami, the tam is more chamu than muad. Can it now? We've got a mishnah where Rabbi Yudah says, Right, we'll see this in a couple in in, in uh, next week. Right, and in two weeks' time, Rabbi Yudomer Tam Chayev Umuad Patru. There'll be a case we'll see. I'm not going into details now. When the Tam you Chayev on a Tam and you Patru on a Muad. 
but that's what we're talking about Shmira. Right? We're going to see later on that, that depending on what type of animal it was, if it's Shmira uh, Tova or just a basic Shmira, to what level do you have to go to guard your animals? And we're going to see over here that when it comes to a time, you've got to have a higher level of guarding. Counterintuitive, but we'll see later on. A higher level of guarding for a time than for a Muad. So he says, well, the word says, Maybe there Rabbi Yudah would say that it's more Chamur at Tam than a Muad because it's exactly like kind of the Pasuk tells you that. When it comes to payments, how could you even in your mind think that Rabbi Yudah would tell you that you're going to pay more money for a Tam than for a Muad? The word says, on the contrary, you've got a bright Rabbi Yudah, Omer, now, to make life simple, right, we'll convert it all into zuzim, okay, zuz. A dinar and a zuz, by the way, is interchangeable, okay? So we'll see sometimes Rashi uses the word dinar, sometimes uses the zuz, the word uses zuz. A seller is four zuz. A money is a hundred zuz, okay? So wherever we say here, money in your mind have a hundred zuz, seller is four zuz. If it's five seller, it's twenty zuz. Okay, everybody got that? Quite simple, right? So we're going to convert it to zuz. All right, I'll tell you zuzim. What's the question? Rabbi Yudah says that it, is it possible that a show that's worth a hundred, a money, which is a hundred zuz, that gored another ox that was worth chamesh slime, which is twenty zuz. So a hundred zuz gores a twenty zuz. And then a veiler is worth a seller, which is four zuz. So what was the damage of the gored ox? Sixteen zuz, right? Because it was twenty, it was worth twenty, worth four at the end, it's now damaged to sixteen. Would it make sense? And now what do we say? According to Rabbi Yudah, it would turn out that they take the live ox, which is worth two, which is worth a hundred, and they sell it. They take the dead ox, which is worth four, and they sell it. So they've got 104 now in their pockets. 104 to 104 will be 52 each. The dead, the gourd, the, the dizak is going to get 52 zoos. How much was his ox to begin with? 20. 20. Not a bad deal. Right, because it was how many would you would it be? Because then you'd say because they're splitting. According to Rabbi Yehuda, the machruet achai, the chatzuet kaspo, ve'etamet yechetzun, and the dead one they split the dead one. So if you take that literally, with the word saying this is absurd. This is our bias kashya, right? A bias saying to him, what do you mean that 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 the only difference between them is pchat nevela? So then it's got an absurd situation because according to you, if the going ox is worth a hundred and the gourd ox is worth 20, and the navel is worth four, then what do we say, according to you, by saying to Rabbi, Rabbi Yudah takes the pot, sells them both, puts them into the pot, you get half, you get half. So it turns out, half the ox that was worth 100 is 50, half the navela is two, we each get 52, and that doesn't make any sense. The, the, to begin with, Marx is only worth 20. That's his kasha. But that's the, that's the literal interpretation of the Pasuk. And they split the mate as well. So we split the mate, the mate's worth two each, the chai is worth 50 each, 52, 52. And my ox is only worth 20 to begin with. That's his question. Uh, is that possible? I'm right, but at the end of the day, the Mayatza, the Bach changed the Nopi Yatsa, who is one of the Torah identify the Muad on its own. What tell me, why did the Torah go to the trouble of telling me the difference between a short tub and a short Muad? To machmir on the Muad or to make it on the Muad? And what's the answer? Lachmir, right? So now we say, so Umay Muad, and we show me the Mashiach Hizik, Tam Hakel, Lo Koshekain, and even the Muad only has to pay. The damages, not more than the damages. So much more so the time. And according to you, Rava, who's explaining Rabbi Yudah this way, it turns out that Rabbi Yudah will tell us that the time pays more than what it's the damages for. I caused 16 zoos of damage. And now it's costing me 48 zoos. My ox was worth 100 and I'm now down to 52. And all I did was gore an ox that was worth 20. Doesn't make any sense. El Amrab Yochanan Rabbi Yochanan says no. What's the real difference between? Because that was your question, Robert. At the end of the day, it's exactly the same. According to you, between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yudah. So what's the difference? Pchat neveila. Pchat neveila, if you're going to go to the extreme, let's see what Rabbi Yudah comes out as. Can't be. So Rabbi Yochanan says, you're right. Shevach neveila kabena. There already the difference is not the, 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 the pchat neveila. It's shevach neveila. What do you mean shevach neveila kabena? The mar savar, Rabbi Meir, in this case, Rabbi Yassavar, the nizak havei. Look at Rashi. Uh, 
Hadan tamakel tsamash hizaktika shiler abiyuda. Hadan help me out. Abi amat bichachem asinin mazik nishk. Tam kalokashi. Masava shevach velik. Right on top of the Rashi is about the fifth, sixth narrow line. Sava shevach velik zirchave. Delayte hu shum shutfut. That's what it means over here. The mar savar the the vele ikebenayu. The mar savar the nizakave. If the that mar the real nafkemini here is. That Rabbi Meir says that if the nizak, the damaged ox becomes worth more, then the mazik has got no part in Omar Savar. And Rabbi Meir says, no, Rabbi Yudah says, no palga. Rabbi Meir says, Rabbi Kut Rabbi Yudah, that even if the, if the ox is going to be worth, if the, if, the, if the carcass increases in value, the mazik has got a half share net. And we can understand how that is. Why? Because if the carcass becomes worth more, then the mazik pays less damages. Correct? Well, you got that? Right? Behind the Kakashi later, I mean, now your Kashi that you asked about Rabbi Yehuda, look at Rashi Shminan, Lebley, Babrite, Lekam, and the Kama Yachol Shorj, Shave Mas, Lechamesh Lime, Shlagach, Shor, Shave Mane, Behule, Dakama Yachol, Mishun, the Kashi, etc. We'll see, I'm, I'm running through this very quickly, but look here, it says, Your Kashi about Rabbi Yehuda, Hashra Mat Chas, Rahmani Lavei, the Mazik, the Shakal, the Shivcha. You're going to have a Kashi say, What is it with the Torah now? Got, he got Rachamim on the Mazik, that he benefits in the Shevach of the Nizak. So Yachol Shor Shave Chamei Shlaim. If you've got a shor that's worth five stam, that's twenty zuz. Shenagach Shor Shave Mani. The other way around now to the cash we had previously. That now goring ox is worth a hundred. By Nevele Yafeh Chamishim Zuz. So the goring ox is only worth twenty to begin with, and he got an ox is worth a hundred. And now the 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 carcass is worth fifty. Zelotel Chetzi Achai Bechatzia Bechatzia Bev Zelotel Chetzi Achai Bechatzia Meit. Now again, back to square one. Now the mazik's going to benefit, right? In the previous example, we had the Nizak got more money than his ox was worth. Now the Mazik's going to benefit. Now the Mazik is a cheap ox who got an expensive ox. If he gets 50% of the carcass, 50% of the carcass is 25, is worth more than his ox is worth. Everybody with me? All right. Where do we find situation that the Mazik is more? Shazen is That by goring, he benefits. That's question one. And the Gemara brings it out. The Omer, the Pasuk says, Shalem Yishalem. What does it mean, Shalem Yishalem? Habali Meshalmim. The owners of the mazik, of the damaging ox, they only pay. They ain't Balim not claim. We don't see a case where the, the goring ox now suddenly goes and claims his price. It's not a bullfight. In a bullfight, you claim your price. It's not a bullfight. There's these damages. So the Gemara stops for a second and says, "My ve'ome." What do you mean when we say ve'ome? Why do we bring that extra ve'ome? Ve'ome shalem shalem. What do we mean the pasuk for? Wasn't a strong enough argument before and just saying enemy sky? So Gemara says, "My ve'ome bechita mahani mili hechad ikapsed el nizak." Maybe about hechad elakapsed el nizak. Gon shor shavechamei shlaim shlagach shor shavechamei shlaim. Vanaveli yafesh loshim zuz shakil nami mazik b'shivcha ve'ome shalem shalem b'balim shalmin ve'ain b'ali notlim. Maybe. That only applies. When do we say that Bishale, If the if suddenly the dead carcass was going to be worth a lot more money, the, more, the price went very up, and now you would think that the mazik should actually get a benefit, could share in it and take money away. Then we say no, you only pay, don't get. Here we come back to scrambling. End up going to be that the tam. If this was a tam, he ends up paying more than fifty percent damages. Why more fifty percent damages? Right? Look at Torah He can never pay more than 50% damages. Look at Rashi. Please follow me in this Rashi. Please follow me in this Rashi. It's almost in line with the Gemara. It says like this. What's the maths? Let's say. If you don't then, if the carcass went up in value and you don't share 50% of that to reduce your damages, because you don't get a benefit of the increased value of the carcass, then Matsudu Batam going to find a situation where the tam, right, that's not meant to pay full, that pays 50% damages, Mishalim Yoter Michatsi, you're going to pay more than 50% damages. Rashi is the only one who explains this exactly how it is. And I looked by the way, I looked in the Daphne, it's a small one, you see, they, they said, no, they said, see Rashi. <laughs> Literally, in the bracket, said, see Rashi. So, so, so look, look, I thought maybe I'd just find like a quick way of explaining it. But look at Rashi over here. The dummy, how would we find a case where the town would pay more than 50% damages? So Rashi says like this. We'll, we'll get to the Mishnah quickly. Uh, 
So a 50 Zuz killed a 40 Zuz. And the Nevela of the Shor Yafe is worth 20 Zuz. So what's the case? You had 40 Zuz Shor and now you got a 20 Zuz Nevela. So what was your damage? 20 Zuz. And, your, and the Goring Ox is worth 40. Right? I'm sorry, with 50. Thank you. Vahave, Nezek, and the Nezek is 20. Upalganiska, what's half the Nezek? 10. Vahi palge. If we took now, like we said, and you pull them together, so we've got a half a chai, a 50 and, and 20 is 70. Half of the 70 would be 35, correct? So chai chai mate, notel nizak bechai, the nizak would take from the chai 25, and from the mate it would take 10. So the nizak gets 35. The mazik is pay meshalem. Your term Because what's the, the mazik now? The mazik had 50, correct? And there's a carcass of 20. The mazik now from 70 gets 35. What was the damage to the nizak? 20. So the mazik paid more than the net than the damages. According to be married works out. He only he he would only never pay more. He would only pay in cash the difference of what 50% of the carcass was, remember? That was Rabbi Meir. He said, you, it's, not, you, it's not a pool. You pay the cash over less the value of the carcass. And Rabbi Huda, he didn't know what it is. Rabbi Huda, we understand Rabbi Huda. Back in the Gemara, Tama Shiva Temi Chatsi Nezek. Right? The Gemara says, No, Itla Rabbi Huda, Pachache Pachata Mita Mechatsin Bechai. So Rabbi Huda, he agrees with that as well. The prat she pachtamita, you split it as well. So what says binale? Says mi vegameta meti echetzun. Says because the pasuk vegameta echetzun, we say ha'afker Rabbi Yehuda lezenotel chatzia chay bechatzia bet. Rabbi Yehuda said that's where you take fifty fifty each. That wasn't like Rabbi Meir. So what says lezenotel chatzia chay vezenotel chatzia bet? We say imkani. That was if that was the case. Nichtov krav et hamet. It said it would just say the pasuk would say umechoret hashor chay et hamet. Why did it say vegam et hamet? So it would say, the Umachrot Ashurachai, the Chatsut Kaspo, the Etamet. Why did it say the Gam Etamet? My the Gam, Shmaminatarti. Learn two things from the Gam. That you, you don't sell the animal and you also reduce, or you can sell the animal, it doesn't matter, but you reduce the, the amount of the Pachat from the Pachat. It turns out that really Rabbi Man Rabbi isn't really much of a Machlok at the end of the day on how you deal with the, uh, with the value of the dead carcass. So you'll never situation when you pay more.